This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, I'm along with Bruce Marshall on a Tuesday. He likes to bet it, but there's no hockey, there's no hoops. I mean, so we're going to break it down with Major League Baseball. I'm in Omaha uh, still for the College World Series. I will talk about the uh, the two games, elimination games today. Compressed schedule. Normally, it would be just TCU and Oral Roberts playing today and Tennessee and LSU tomorrow. But they have compressed the schedule. LSU, after a tough loss last night, has to come right back today and play another game. If they were to come out the eliminate uh, the the losers bracket, either one of these, Tennessee, they would have one. Uh, they have played four straight days. That will tax uh, the pitching depth. We'll get to that in a little bit. Major League Baseball. How about some of these uh, low budget uh, payroll teams really get going? It has been. The Reds are on a roll. I mean, a big-time roll. Sm- uh, went down and took care of Houston. They went again last night against Colorado with the Rockies with uh, first and third. Uh, nobody out. They could not score against Diaz. But let's go to another hot team in the NL Central against a very cold team in the NL Central. Cubby Stroman, very consistent this year. He was their opening day starter. He's been really good against a uh, mediocre Oviedo. Uh, for Pittsburgh, Bruce, you like the Cubs minus one twenty-five? Yeah, you know, you know, Jimmy, we talked about the Cubs, and now you follow them really close. And after that quick start, they went into a real funk for a while there. And um, the the benefit for them is playing in this division uh, because they've been able to catch their second wind, um, and now they've won eight of ten, and they're only three and a half behind the Reds, uh, who have put on this big move, but. Uh, as you can see in this division, a, a good stretch from anybody. The Reds have won, what, seven in a row now, and, or eight, and uh, the Cubs, like I said, eight and two the last ten. They're back in the race. And Stroman has been the real one of the real reasons. Um, they have won his last uh, six starts. A lot of people have liked Stroman, a lot of baseball people. Uh, he teased through much of his career up to this point, um, and all of a sudden now he has really emerged uh, as a staff ace. Uh, and he's really picked up the pace nicely. And like I said, the Cubs have won his last six starts. He's been putting up some exceptional numbers. Exceptional the other way, unfortunately, not for Pittsburgh. They've been exceptionally bad after their fast start. Jimmy, we talked about this back in April. We thought, I don't know we can pin this on O'Neill Cruz um, and, and him being out. Uh, but we thought, you know, after his injury, that this may be a really a, a, a real bad blow for the Pirates' offense. They... They, throughout April, they, they stayed afloat. They were 20-8 and eight at one point uh, toward the end of the month and into May. Since then, though, 14-29, and 29, and they have dropped beneath 500. The Reds have bypassed them. The Cubs are getting uh, ready to pass them up here. Milwaukee's passed them up. Um, 
so I think right now, let's and last night, eight nothing Cubs in this series opener at beautiful PNC Park. Stroman, yeah, yeah, Cubs the, tonight. Yeah, Cubbies are rolling uh, after they dropped uh, three in a row, got swept in, in Anaheim. I mean, the red-hot San Francisco Giants uh, in San Francisco won two of three, swept the Pirates uh, at home, won two of three, a good series against Baltimore. So, I mean, they are, uh, <laughs> I mean, seven, seven and two, uh, now eight and two, uh, their last ten uh, coming into this one. So they are surging, and it doesn't take much of a run. Uh, in the National League Central. Uh, St. Louis uh, in Washington. Uh, Washington had a lead yesterday. St. Louis came back uh, and won it by a couple of runs. Today, Montgomery uh, at at Gore. Eat pretty comparable pitching numbers here. But it's the roller coaster Cardinals. I mean, they lose five in a row. They win two in a row. They lose six in a row. Now they've won three and counting. St. Louis, you're looking at the run line on the road here. Minus one and a half, plus 112 at Bet Rivers. Yeah, now we've been alternately... You know, at, at some point in May there, about the, the first half of May, the Cardinals looked like they were going to put a, a run together. And then uh, they started to cool off the, uh, when the offense, when the bats really cooled off uh, later in May. And they really slumped. And they got as far down as 16 games beneath 500. But again, in this division, that doesn't necessarily bury you. Remember, two years ago, this team won, what, 19 in a row uh, in the summer, so I haven't written them completely off yet, even though they enter uh, today's at 30 and 43. Montgomery had pitched in some very bad luck uh, throughout uh, much of the first month and a half of the season, but he's finally turned some things around. Luck finally changing from him. One is they've won his last two starts, and uh, like you said, three in a row, won the last two games of the Mets series and rallied last night. Right now, uh, Washington things are starting to really slip for uh, the Nationals right now after they. Uh, stayed afloat uh, relatively speaking for the first month and a half or so the last couple of weeks have been bad uh dave martinez his bullpen is failing him and uh boy there's it's it looks like this thing is really turning sour for washington right now i'll go with the uh, the cards on the run line buoyed by that win last night uh coming from behind like that and montgomery finally getting a turnaround here watch st louis i still i'm not writing these guys off yet and right now i am looking to go against the nets for sure Maybe that, uh, that that struggles uh, coming a little bit later, just delayed out of Washington. Washington was fairly competitive uh, after a rough start, uh, so maybe it's uh, they're kind of coming back to uh, form a little bit. Uh, let's go to last night. What a tough loss uh, in San Francisco for the San Diego Padres, and we're finally trying to get it back to even uh, 500 uh, with their record. But San Francisco came in, went seven in a row. They're down four nothing late, four two in the ninth. Josh Hader was unavailable. Uh, and they win it uh, on Yastrzemski. He had the game-tying home run with two outs, two strikes in St. Louis to to, uh, sweep that one. He has the game-winner walk-off in extra innings here. Desclafani, $1.04 at home against San Diego and Lugo. Yeah, uh, Mike Yaz uh, coming up big once again, and that was dramatic last night. Something is really going on with the Giants right now. They are in a playoff spot. They are chasing the D-backs. They have blown past the Dodgers uh, seven in a row, like you meant, eight in a row now, uh, 23 and nine, uh, their last 32. Uh, all of a sudden, this looks like two years ago uh, for the Giants. And some of these, I mean, Yaz was there, has been there for a few years, but it's some of these young guys, Matos in center field and some of these others, all of a sudden, uh, the Giants have a different sort of a look, and they're playing with a lot of spark right now. Dave Sclafani has not yet really hit his groove uh, pitching. His numbers aren't all that great, but the Giants are finding ways uh, to win. 
Lugo the other way. He's been out with a calf strain for about a month right now. So this is his uh, comeback game tonight. He returns to active duty. He'll probably be on a pitch count tonight uh, for Bob Melvin. But I'm just going to ride the Giants here. You know, there, there are these stretches where these teams really make up a lot of ground, and they're like inhaling ground. And the Giants are that way right now. And if they can get four or five innings from Dave Sclafani, one thing that's worked pretty well for Gabe Cathler is bullpen. I mean, it's they have delivered very consistently in this uptick. And uh, this game will probably be determined by the bullpen tonight. You're right. Hader will be probably available tonight if they need him on San Diego, but they got to be ahead to use him late. I'm not sure they will be. So I'll go with the uh, Giants. It's a, practically a pick and price for the team going this hot. Let's ride them. Remember the odds to win it all before the uh, to win the World Series, to uh, win your pennant, to uh, make it to the uh, postseason. Toronto way up there. Well, Toronto is uh, four games over 500. The Marlins, who aren't in, uh, considered to be close to that, they're 11 games over 500 right now, 42 and 31 on a five game winning streak. And here, one of those young prospects, Perez, is on the hill today. His numbers are really, really fantastic. Not so much for Kikuchi uh, in Toronto and a soft price. Maybe the branding still has it. Maybe he's still getting a little. Uh, value fading Toronto and backing the Marlins here. Marlins at home, a soft minus 120 price. I think you're right, Jimmy. There is still some uh, value here. Um, and and uh, the, the the other way, on uh, the Blue Jays, Kikuchi, you know, like their fourth starter, uh, he has not been uh, spectacular. I mean, they, they hope to get, you know, five or so innings out of him uh, at, at, at the most. But um, he's not the guy who can step up. I mean, and Berrios have been pitching very well, and then last night really got uh, smacked. Miami, uh, this something is going on with Miami, too. It's been all season long. Now, they've been winning a lot of their record in one-run games is amazing this year, uh, but wasn't close last night, and uh, they rolled. And tonight, like you mentioned, Yuri Perez, uh, only one earned run across his last uh, 21 inning pitch in his last four starts. So you uh, – Skip Schumacher usually gets five or six from uh, from Perez. Uh, he's been untouchable, like you mentioned, 0.41 ERA those last four starts. And this is a pretty good price for these guys who are the surprise package of the National League, if you ask me, along with the Reds. Them, them even a little bit more, because look at that record, like you mentioned. They're definitely the top wildcard team right now. So let's go with the, the Marlins and Perez. Nice price tonight against the Blue Jays. Here we go with another team that's hot. What's going on with the uh, the Boston Red Sox? All of a sudden, they're getting gone. They're going on the road. Uh, Crawford on the hill today for the Red Sox. They've won five in a row. Uh, you're going against one of my boys, though, Bruce. Big 6'9", 260-pound uh, of Ober, who uh, kind of a find, kind of a hidden gem out of the College of Charleston just a couple of years ago. But the 12th round uh, is where they picked him up. His numbers, he can really be tough. You are still going with Boston, the hot bats, against this uh, tough pitcher, plus 120 in Minnesota. Target yeah, pick. yeah. Ober, I like Ober, too. Uh, and he really started in his first five starts this year. His ERA was just a little bit over one. Um, he really broke out of the gate quick. He's been not quite as dominant since uh, mid-May. Um, and the Twins are just sort of back and forth here. I mean, this is a – by the way, we've talked about divisions. Um, I, I think the AL Century – Central is probably worse than the NL Central. Crying for somebody to take control of the division. The Twins really have had a chance yeah. to stretch the margin. They haven't. So I think there's some other holes on this roster that are preventing Minnesota from making 
from making a move. And, and, and the Red Sox, I almost was ready to write them off a couple of weeks ago. And they went into uh, the Bronx with that series of the Yankees. They had slipped beneath 500. It looked like they were going to lose contact with the rest of the division. But they found something here. They won that series against the Yankees. They've solidified. They swept the Yankees over the weekend. Big 9-3 win last night. Crawford, again, uh, he, Alex Cora would like to get four or five innings out of him. But the bats are hot right now, and this team is pushing all the right buttons. And, again, a lot of these teams, you mentioned it, Jimmy, playing in these streaks. Right now the Red Sox are on a streak. They're on an uptick here. It's a fair price to give them a look. So I will do that tonight with Boston. Uh, not necessarily because of Crawford, but just because the Red Sox are playing well tonight in Minnesota. There's no argument uh, with the NL Central being stronger than the AL Central, especially right now, the way some of the teams, minus Pittsburgh. I mean, there's uh, several teams playing good baseball in the NL Central. The Boston Red Sox, last place in the AL East, if they were in the American League Central, they'd have a two-game lead over the Minnesota Twins. The Twins have a two-game lead in the Central over the Cleveland Guardians. It's been rough. Uh, to say the least. I'll tell you what hasn't been rough. Come on, man, with my plus 550 to win the West on the Texas Rangers. Evaldi. DeGrom, we were hoping that he would come back for our future uh, bet's sake. But, okay, we put some closure to there, some clarity. He's not coming back. Evaldi's been one of these guys, one of several in this rotation that has really stepped it up this year. It happens with pitchers. They can have career years. He's got Cy Young type of numbers uh, at this point. Minus 134 on the south side against the White Sox. They won. Cease, speaking of roller coasters, has been kind of hit or miss. And when he's on, his stuff is really nasty. But, you know, it's his, his overall numbers are very mediocre. Yeah, and and also just the results, too. And this is partly due to the White Sox' inconsistent offense. So Cease has not been getting a lot of run support in most of his starts. You're right, he can be good when he's when he's been solid. But, uh, you know, the other way with Theo Valdi, um, one of the several Texas pitchers. We saw last night with Haney, who I think actually might emerge as the, the ace actually moving forward. But they've got a few other. I mean, Perez has, has stepped up nicely. Gray came back the other day after the, the blister problem that caused him to miss a start. He didn't. He wasn't all that sharp, but they still won that game against Toronto. And part of a little turnaround here for Texas after a little bit of a wobble there last week, losing that series to the uh, Halos when Gray had to miss a start. Uh, they've come back, and now they got three straight wins. They won the game again last night with Haney. You're right about Eovaldi. Uh, they've won seven of his last nine starts. The one, one of those they lost was a one nothing game against St. Louis. Down in Arlington a couple of weeks ago, I mean, his numbers, we've talked about them before in May. His ERA was 0.96. Uh, off that pace just a little bit here in June, but still very effective. Uh, he's had a couple of long scoreless inning streaks already uh, this season, so he has been one. He has been one of the revelations here in the post Degrom pitching staff for Bruce Bochy, pushing all the right buttons. And like I said, you got a team. White Sox offense has been very, very hit and miss, and that's been the way it's been with seats. But I think let's go with Texas. I still like your Texas to win the West pick, Jimmy. And uh, this is not a terribly bad price tonight for the Rangers to keep it going up on the south side against the Chai Sox. Houston is is digging themselves a big hole. Can the Angels challenge? I mean, you know, with that lack of pitching? Yeah. they can, and I think the, the Angels are sort of poised where they, they might be able to – I would look for them to be a buyer at the deadline, um, and let's see if Perry Manation can do something about it. But there, some of the, the staff has been a little you know better than I thought it was going to be. Now, Detmers goes tonight against uh, Kershaw in the freeway series. 
Um, and uh, they've turned it around the last couple of weeks. I mean, they had fallen right to 500. Uh, they're ready to get swept four in Houston. They won that game uh, two Sundays ago, and since then uh, they've been on a pretty good roll. They're 11 and three since. Dodgers tonight, they're going the other way right now, and this the Dodger bullpen has been imploding right now. Yeah, and they've got a lot of injuries in the staff. Kershaw's a familiar face, but look at some of these other guys they've had to trot out, bringing up from AAA. And I'm not sure these young everyday players, aside from Outman, are really doing the job that the Dodgers thought. This this might not be – this next core wave of Dodger uh, prospects here might not be as good as what they've had in recent uh, years. The Halos are hot, well, and I think I'd give the Halos a look tonight with Detmers. Oh, crossing our fingers, but now we're not – I'm not happy with these San Francisco uh, Giants getting red hot all of a sudden. Uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks are 29-1 to 1, a future bet on them to win the NL West. So we've got to – our Pittsburgh one is kind of dying at eleven to one. So, but anyway, uh, it's uh, it's been fun because at least to me, not for these uh, the two biggest bay- payrolls in baseball, the Yankees and the Dodgers. Okay, they want to go. They 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 can go out and spend. Not know the Mets are spending right now, and then the best team is clearly the Houston Astros over the last few years. All the all three of those teams got swept uh, over the weekend. I mean, that's on. You talk about you, you you make a bet on that before the season started. I mean, what kind of barley would you hit on that one? Two Omaha where I am. You got two elimination games, uh, two o'clock Eastern, the first game. TCU and Or Roberts doing again. They played the first game. Six of the eight games have been one run games. Another game was the time run was at the plate in the eighth inning. And the other game uh that was not a one run game was Tennessee Stanford. And Tennessee had to overcome a four nothing deficit to win six four yesterday. Uh, TCU and Oral Roberts, both of them, their pitching has been strained, no doubt about that. Uh, so if they bring back the starter from Friday, they will be limited. You saw the Stanford kid who they brought back after 152 pitches hit a wall uh, in the uh, fourth, fifth inning, uh, and it was just too much there. Uh, these games have been close. Uh, you give me a good plus 130 right now at Bet Rivers, I'm going to take Oral Roberts. And, I mean, they are – they are the most, uh, they're the oldest roster uh, here in Omaha, and they just don't quit. They, they, you know, they fought back down three to win uh, in the first game against TCU. They had runners all over the bases, first and third when they finally got the last out, when they fought back down 5-1 against uh, Florida and lost 5-4. So Oral Roberts, yes, you can give me plus money. I'll uh, go with the Eagles uh, in this one. The late one? hate to say it, but Tennessee's got more pitching depth uh, than LSU. Uh, Skeens is the best. We knew that. They figured this is kind of played out uh, the way it was expected. Now, LSU could have easily won last night against Wake Forest. They didn't. Uh, the, the, the home plate umpire dominated that game with his tight strike zone. But, uh, you know, Wake Forest gets it done, and now they are uh, sitting pretty with Florida. LSU going to be very difficult for them with their lack of pitching depth to come out of the loser's bracket. Tennessee at a small price, minus 120, is worth a look as well. Uh, see both of the totals at 11.5. I have not been out by the, pla- the fl- flagpoles out in our uh, center field, but I will be uh, posting a video on my Twitter a little bit later with that because it played a role uh, in uh, last night's game uh, as well when it blowing pretty good in uh, from center field. Bruce, any thoughts on the College World Series? Wow, this Wake Forest thing. I mean, they, this talk about a team that finds a way to win, and they did that all throughout the regionals and the super regionals too, so – you know, uh, they in Florida right now are sitting in the catbird seat, but you're right. Now, these games coming in rapid fire, and LSU's pitching staff is being 
taxed here. So uh, you might be right here. Maybe Tennessee advances day. And I and I the scrap. A lot of these games have been exciting. Oral Roberts has shown an ability to fight back. So I'm with you on both of these today. And uh, this is good stuff. I got it's still on my bucket list. I envy you for being in Omaha. I really do. One of these years, I'm going to get there. Got to be good fun. Drama field, there's no doubt. But um, I got to tell you, Bruce, uh, Wake Forest, they, they, they deserved uh, the number one seed. They were so good uh, in the number two RPI conference. Bigger gap than usual between the SEC and the, uh, uh, and the ACC and the metrics. Um, they could not – I mean, they obliterated the competition in the regional and super regional. They've been lucky since they got here. I mean, they have, not, they have been tight. They have not sprayed the ball all around like they 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 were uh, at their own ballpark. Uh, they're I mean they have they've been really fortunate. Stanford let them off the hook, and well, you could maybe say uh, the same uh, for LSU last night. But can you get those jitters out of your system and then start playing at the form you want? They are not playing uh, here in Omaha like they did in Winston Salem. But guess what? They're still 2-0, and, yep. and they're sitting in the Catbirds uh, seat. For Bruce Marshall, uh, Bruce Marshall, I'm Jimmy Ott here on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.